1: I got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive, and a country boy can survive. Yes,
3: country folks can, can survive. And uh, sing it, Hank. That's Hank Williams Jr. And the, uh, you know it. Uh, I got to hear Hank Williams Jr. right here in North Dakota uh, about a year ago, or recently, anyway and uh the uh it occurs to me as I'm listening to donald Trump just he's he's i'm watching him now on the screen, he's kind of hanging out uh at the end of his speech in North Charleston, South Carolina, and just talking to the crowd, talking to people ha- signing signatures, and so on, kind of doing something a little bit different, not uh not heading into the curtain at the back. Uh, quite as quickly as he usually does. Interesting. Uh, He just gave a magnificent hour and a half long speech uh, that uh, and here's how I'm relating it to the Hank Williams Jr. concert. Uh, At his rallies, at these mega mega rallies, Donald Trump is uh He's like Hank Williams Jr. or Merle Haggard or any of the great ones. He, you don't expect Hank Williams Jr. to sing songs you've never heard him sing before <laughs> or Merle or anybody. You expect your favorite star to sing what you love and you need to hear it over and over again. And it, it builds you up. It does something for you. And that's what Donald Trump's rallies are. They, you know, Somebody with a very superficial critique would say, well, uh, that sounds a lot like the last 100 Trump rallies. And uh, oh, here's a salute to Toby Keith that they're putting up on the screen uh Toby Keith of course uh, speaking of of, of stars Toby Keith who just died at age 61 the uh of stomach cancer and he was a big Trump supporter so his absence will be felt but that that's what uh you can expect uh from the president he is now he just wowed the crowd it was fantastic and uh Among his last words, there he said, uh, "We are a nation that has lost its willpower." Wow. And uh, he, and then he used his uh, refrain. He said, "We are one movement." Always the same, leading without characterization. As a movement, we are one movement, and he he underscored that in the next sentence by saying we are the greatest movement in history. So I'm liking all of that, and you know, as he he came on with Lee Greenwood, he 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 walked off with Sam and Dave, and all of that is it's formulaic. In the best sense of the word, it's what we're, well, you could say, you know, think of, think of other things in life that are formulaic. Like, uh, uh, is a, uh, can a church service, is a Christmas service formulaic? Are the readings formulaic? Is, uh, uh, what you heard in church this Easter, uh, if you're an old person, very much like what you heard 50 years ago in the same church, I hope so. Uh, you don't want that to be changing. You don't want to, you, you don't want surprises or novelty in those things. So uh, anyway, here's that's where we are. Here we are on this is uh, uh, happy Valentine's, everybody. Uh, it's uh, February 14th. 2024, 10 days away from the South Carolina primary, which Donald Trump will win handily. And we'll, we'll go to the, uh, uh, we'll, we'll talk about the primaries here in just a bit. Uh, I'm James Kelso. This is the Trump phenomenon radio show. We're together for an hour, to 10, Monday through Friday, Eastern time. And the, uh, you're welcome to call in at area code 512 248 8252 should you be so inclined. So how will the uh, these uh, primary victories shape up? Uh, I studied I hadn't looked at it before but I read the kind of the more full description of the South Carolina primary last night after the show and uh, said I made a note to myself that I would share it with you. The way the South Carolina primary works next, uh, I don't know what the day of the week is, but it's, it's February 24th, It, the outright winner, anybody who gets a majority of the vote outright wins, and that, of course, will mean Donald Trump, gets, I think it's, I'll look it up for you in a second. The some percentage, it's like fifty percent of all the uh, of the fifty delegates who will come to the Republican National Convention in Milwaukee uh, in July are granted are given to that winner, and then in each of the seven congressional districts of South Carolina, the person who gets the majority of votes. Uh, and I think it might just be the plurality of votes, gets the most votes, in each congressional district is given uh, three three, uh, electoral votes, or three votes at the Republican convention for that congressional district. And let me uh, correct what I said a moment ago. Uh, 31... Uh, twenty one votes are allocated that way, and then another uh, well let me look it up. Uh, but the point being that Donald Trump will walk away uh, the way I read it, the way I read their rules in South Carolina, he should walk away with every single one of the fifty South Carolina delegates so and and this in Nikki Haley's home state. Over which she was governor. I mean, if that is not a trouncing, what is? And it's just Trump against Nikki Haley. Nobody else. The, the, you know, there's no. It's real clear. It's real focused. So will Nikki Haley go on and co- to continue? Let's take a look. Let's look at the. Uh, let's look at the uh, schedule of primaries here. I've got it. I put it up on my screen earlier today. I hope it's still there. Uh, If it's not, I can find it quickly enough. It is uh, here it is. Okay. The February 24th, 50. Here, I'll read the actual rules so that botched uh, presentation I gave a moment ago can be filled in. Uh, it will procedure. 29 at-large delegates are awarded to the candidate, candidate with the highest statewide vote total. So there's that's Donald Trump. He gets 29 right there. In each of the state's seven congressional districts, another three delegates are awarded to the candidate with the highest vote. In each of those districts, that's another twenty-one, and that will, those will also all be Trump, unless there's some uh, some congressional district in South Carolina that is, that is so loony that Haley actually would win in that district. I don't know that there is. We'll, we'll find out. It's of not no particular consequence, but uh, there we go. So the let us go to the, the, the succeeding primaries. And let's review first what we've already witnessed. On January 15th, we had the Iowa caucus, 40 delegates, Trump romped in that one. Then on January 23rd, we had the New Hampshire primary, again, a, a total Trump victory. On February 6th, we had the, on February 8th, we had the Nevada caucus. Trump took all the delegates in the Nevada caucus, 26 of them. Uh, on the same day, he won all the votes in the Virgin Islands caucus. And then that brings us up to South Carolina, where he will once again take the whole, take take the cake. Three days later begins the process. Well, let's see. Well, Michigan is like Nevada. It has both a primary and a caucus. So I don't know which one is the one that really counts. Uh, But in any event, on February 27th is the Michigan primary. Uh, A few days later, March 2nd, is the Michigan caucus. That will be coming up on the same day of March 2nd. Three, Three caucuses. So this is this is getting pretty weighty now. Idaho, Michigan and Missouri with 32, 39 and 54 delegates respectively. Uh that's pretty big. Now is Haley going to still be around for those three? Uh then Oh and oh, here here here's my chance. I get to go down to the polling place on March 4th, all by its little old lonesome self, North Dakota. So, <laughs> uh, and of course, Trump will take all the delegates from North Dakota, 29 that we allocate. But then now here comes, and this is coming right. We're right up upon it, Super Tuesday. Now, how can Nikki Haley? Is she going to go all the way to Super Tuesday? If she does, is she going to continue after? Super Tuesday, which is March 5th, and on that day, here's where Trump will win. He'll he'll win much bigger in these places than he will in 10 days in South Carolina. These victories will be more lopsided. And here they are, all of them on March 5th. And we'll cover it right here on this show. It'll be a Super Tuesday, and so it'll be... Quite interesting for us. Uh, It's a long list. Alabama, Alaska, American Samoa, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, and Virginia. Wow. Uh, And that's uh, 874 delegates will be allocated. And uh, essentially all of them will go to Trump. On that one day, then the, then the rest uh, comes out in uh, chunks. There are some fairly meaty days through the rest of March, uh, then a, a few uh, days in April, and then the whole primary process ends definitively on June 4th when Montana, New Jersey, and New Mexico, and South Dakota allocate 91 delegates. But Donald Trump will have long prior to that locked up. He will be, you know, will Nikki Haley still be there? And now here's something that I, uh, I noticed. Look at this. Overview of campaign financing I'm trying to get get inside of Nikki Haley's head. What's going on with this Never Trumper campaign? Now get this. Nikki Haley has burned her way through a lot of money. Uh, so she, you know, she's at the wheel, she's in the command post, the driver's seat of a campaign that is spending millions and millions of dollars. So here here we uh, looking at the, and it's kind of boiled down now, there are only the two of them left, Haley and Trump. Uh, the total amount of money that Nikki Haley has raised since the last quarter, and this is, uh, this these numbers are through December 31st. So they're, you know, they're a month and a half out of date. But as of December 31st, she had raised 17 Million dollars uh, in in the in the previous quarter, in three months three months, seventeen million dollars. Donald Trump in the same three months raised nineteen million dollars. That's probably surprising to you, isn't it? He's spending money uh, at the same rate as our leaders' expenditures. So she's buying a lot of ads. She's paying for a lot of people. Uh, and I'll give you another measure here. Total amount, total amount of money spent as of December 31st, she, Nikki Haley, uh, Nimrod Arandawa, had spent $21 million total. Donald Trump had spent total $46 million. And as of December 31st, she had cash on hand of $14 million. It's a lot of money. Uh, Donald Trump had $33 million cash on hand. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? So here's a guy that's just trouncing her. So somebody, the people are not supporting Nikki Haley. She's not getting the support from people. Some fat cats... Are pumping a lot of cash into her campaign. Now I'm not going to get all red in the face about it because uh, I'm uh, I'm uh, conflicted on whether she's how harmful she is versus how maybe in some strange way useful she is as a sort of punching bag uh, for Donald Trump. It, it kind of keeps the uh, keeps the adrenaline flowing. Uh, If he were doing, uh, well, that's one sort of view. But but Donald Trump will never have a shortage of adrenaline if she would get out of the race. And, of course, that is what she should do. If she would quit immediately, Donald Trump could redirect that adrenaline to, instead of Nikki Haley, the punching bag, how about Joe Biden, the real punching bag? And that's of course what we all uh that that's what needs to happen. And that's what that's the equation that's not occurring in the uh, pea brain of or bird brain, that's the term, but bird brain of Nikki Haley is that she's hurting us that way. And that's why Donald Trump he speculates in in his mega mega rallies now. He speculates on the possibility that maybe Nikki Haley's not even a Republican. She's certainly not a Uh, MAGA Republic. That's for for darn tootin' sure. But uh, she's acting like an operator for the Democrat Party. So, there you go. Uh, And just for a a bit of perspective here, Ron DeSantis, how much did he spend in his whole uh, the ordeal he subjected us to. Then came
1: the day at the bottom of the, mine when the timber cracked and men started crying.
3: We'll miners be right back. And
2: right after and this break. That they'd their last Through the dust and the smoke of this man made hell walked a giant of a man that the miners knew well. Grabbed a sagging timber and gave out with a groan, and like a giant oak tree just stood there alone, big John
1: Do currencies or governments also collapse on Friday? (laughs) Tomorrow's Friday. Will the end come on this Friday, or will the inevitable collapse hold off for a while? The next round of the worst financial crisis in a 100 years is coming, people, and the government is out to make you and I pay for it. Will your savings survive a global banking wipeout? What happens when the U.S. sees hyperinflation? What if taxes soar not only for the rich... Can you survive the stock market tanks? Look, between a stock market wipeout, waves of bank failures, soaring government spending that will lead to hyperinflation and the destruction of the dollar's value, isn't it time that you prepare for the uncertainty which lies ahead? Protect your money now or forever kiss it goodbye. My friends, I offer you over six decades' experience of hard asset ownership and knowledge, and I'm prepared to handle the smallest detail in the balanced protection of your portfolio. For as the future of uncertainty continues to blanket this nation of ours, I believe that I can offer you the privacy, safety, security, and possibly some profitability, which you deserve. And so I invite you to visit com for further information regarding protecting your wealth. Or call me, Jeffrey Bennett, at 602 8214 Or by email at Kettle Marine, Ltd at Cox.net for a private consultation. Once again, our phone number 602-799-8214. It's almost Friday.
0: Health
2: Simple with Colorado Shilaji. Fact bit number three. Shilaji is the supreme Yogavaha. Within Ayurveda, Shilaji is the singular substance that towers above all other herbs, herbal minerals, and earth made adaptogens. Yogavaha refers to substances that have the ability to synergistically make better and carry other substances to its prescribed destination. In the case of Shilajee, most any herb, food, or mineral is amplified with ionic potential, superimposing superior efficacy with increased cellular energy and absorption rates. One of the best applications for Shilajee is to add a drop or two into your favorite herbal tincture and foodstuff. Simply put, Shilajee makes other substances more effective.
0: Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N.
3: We're back. We're back, folks. And the, uh... Here's some more... Coming off of that same financial spreadsheet on the money expended in this campaign, there's some other interesting numbers here that you might uh, find uh, of note. Tim Scott. Tim Scott, how much money has he spent? Well, just before the break, I mentioned that uh, Ron DeSanctimonious in the whole campaign spent $28 million. And this is according to their... You know, their campaign reporting and so on. I take it that they're accurate. Uh, There are the uh, the rubber room area where where, where they can cheat is they have PACs, political action committees, that spend uh, as much as hundreds of millions of dollars on their behalf. They are uh, technically legally, not technically legally, they're not allowed to coordinate with PACs uh, as if they're part of their campaign, but they do. It's obvious to everybody. They do, but in any event, DeSantis spent twenty-eight million dollars. Tim Scott spent thirty million dollars in in the course of his campaign. Pretty remarkable. Let me see here, if I and uh, other other interesting uh, numbers here. Here's here's an interesting one. Vivek. Ramaswamy, who financed his own campaign with his own money, uh, I think his net worth is estimated at $1 billion, he's a very very successful uh, entrepreneur, Ramaswamy spent $35 million, which is almost as much as Donald Trump spent of $46 million. Uh, and then who else is uh, noteworthy here? Those those are the ones that are significant. Another millionaire, Doug Burgum of North Dakota, he uh, raised seventeen million dollars and he spent seventeen million dollars. So that's where the the expenditure of money goes. And of course, the shift that has to occur the shift that we're waiting for is okay let's get nimrata Rondawa done with get her off the plate and let's now focus on uh, joe biden now joe biden today the, the news is very interesting on joe biden he was challenged by a reporter in a press conference as to well, why you people are saying you're washed up that you are mentally incompetent and a reporter actually had the guts to ask those questions, and uh, Biden blew up. And his answer was, "Because I'm the most qualified," and he was he was visibly upset with uh, being asked those questions. But he was really looking like somebody he was he was clearly uh, irked. He was mad, uh, which to me. That lends credence to the idea that he he doesn't tend to run. He's he's not he's not part of a setup right now, whereby he will bow out in a month or three months or five months and yield uh, willingly to somebody like to a, a substitute, to somebody helicoptered in as the demon rat candidate. He he's he's not playing ball. He's he's not being a good team player for the demon rats. So uh, there's evidence today of that, of him blowing up when somebody says, hey, a lot of people, a lot of Democrats are saying you're uh, you're finished. Why do you keep hanging on? Instead of having a funny or jovial or, you know, like, oh, shucks kind of an answer, he got angry. He he, he was basically punching out the reporter. So I like that. I like that Joe Biden's hanging on. Uh, I like that the Democrats will have a hard time. Anything that can make anything harder for them, I like. So making the removal of Biden hard, uh, making the time frame short and hard, uh making the cell of whoever they put in there hard i like all that and i you know all the various people who might be contemplated as the helicopteries. i mean what what was the list we had uh, last night we had uh, michelle Mabel and we had uh, gavin and we had uh, gretchen and then who else do we have in that list of people uh Gavin, well, whether there's Camel Face, uh, Ka- Kamala. <laughs> I never, I, 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 I'm I, sad to think I'm actually pronouncing her name the way she intends. Kamala, I'll, I'll go with Kamala. I know she doesn't like Kamala. Is it Kamala? Who knows? Well, who knows? The nose knows. Camel knows. That's the correct pronunciation. So, those people, they can't really coordinate their helicoptering in. They can't. They have to kind of hold their tongues as long as Joe Biden's in the way. They don't dare irk him. We'll be back shortly.
1: The
4: truth. You're listening to
1: Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth.
0: February is Heart Month, and every year Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly sixty nine ninety five plus shipping and handling for a two month supply in February. Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply, plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay, join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. Or visit ExtendoVite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com.
2: Extend your life with ExtendoVite
5: We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects.
0: Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org, tom at republicbroadcasting.org.
4: Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, (laughs) drinksupertea.com.
2: Sing it,
3: Merle. And sing it, Gretchen. No I'm
5: just one of many. Can't, get Can't
3: get no respect. respect. Politically. Un-correct. Uncorrect. Boy, if you haven't seen that video made by Gretchen Wilson and Merle Haggard. You really missed one of the best. Uh, Well, let's listen in uh, to the president. Here the the videos of the president, the speech he just concluded in North Charleston, South Carolina, are now appearing all over the Internet and getting millions of views. So here is one of them. Uh, This is I'm playing this for you off of rumble. And the. uh, uh, Here it is. I'm just going to drop the uh, drop the bouncing ball right in the middle of the timeline of a. One and a half hour speech. Incredible. Here he is tonight. President Trump before a roaring huge as always. Huge crowd in North Charleston.
2: Pilots come in and he said he flew planes. Truckers came in, he says he. Military come in, he says I was in the military. Well, they're all lies. His biggest lie is that he's a 6.2 handicap. I've seen him swing. He's like this.
3: He's, he's mimicking his swing.
2: <laughs> I know a lot about God that's not a six point, and it wasn't a 6.2 30 years ago that's a bigger lie than the fact that he flies and he drives trucks that guy is something i'll tell you think of it think of what happened they just came out with a report they said he's not competent enough to defend himself in court but he's competent enough to be president of the united states
3: how does that work now, that, that's they're loving that. Now, this is the point at which, as in, you know, in, in, in any of the concerts of the greats, there, there is extemporizing. And there are, um, you know, moments where it, it's not, there, there are surprises. And this is what Donald Trump does so masterfully. He uh, stops looking at the teleprompter and he just, um, he, he just extemporizes. On what he's read and thought about, and what he's doing right now, and so it's fresh every time. It's fresh, and you listen in for those those moments, uh, for that kind of content like this. So here we we will resume. He's not looking at any teleprompter. This is just pure Donald Trump.
2: How does that work? But me, I got to go through a trial, and I had a thing called the Presidential Records right Act. I did absolutely nothing wrong, but we. I don't. I don't know. I don't like. I wouldn't have liked that that verdict. You can not defend yourself in court because you're grossly incompetent. You don't remember. You don't have any memory. You're a disaster. But you can be president of the United States. I don't want a president that's not allowed to go in and at least
3: talk and defend himself. And what he's referring to, of course, is the uh, special counsel. I forget his name. But the special counsel who uh, issued a report saying that Joe Biden did all kinds of illegal things with classified documents. And he did them as vice president. Uh, no protection of the Presidential Records Act whatsoever. Very illegal. Uh, and. Uh, very. uh gross violation. But then the guy, the special counsel comes back and says, the guy is a doddering old man who uh, should, will not be, should not be prosecuted uh, because he's a doddering old man. What? And uh, so the now what's, who knows what the play is on the part of the communist run Department of Justice? This may be you know, they're taking they're they're willing to take that small amount or that amount in some pretty small that damage to Biden in order to avoid going into court because of, of the huge damage that would occur in an actual prosecution under oath with subpoena power. Uh, they, they, they must dread that. And so they're willing to say, well, our, our guy is uh, our guy is damaged goods. So we can't, we, we don't, we want, we aren't going into court. Back to the president.
2: So they're protecting him. They're actually protecting him, but they're not protecting our country. Our country's in big trouble. But we still have a lot to do. We're going to do things that you can't even believe we're going to do it fast. too. Under Biden, 19 out of 30 other NATO members... Do not even pay the bare minimum of two percent. Think of that of GDP is supposed to be two percent of GDP, which is a very low number. I thought it should go up to four. Meanwhile, we're sending colossal amounts of our own weaponry and ammunition to Ukraine and money, including over seven hundred and sixty tanks fighting vehicles and armored personnel carriers. Thirty-five thousand grenade launchers and small arms, and over one hundred thousand anti-armor missile systems. Do you remember a year ago when Biden made the statements that we have no ammunition? This stupid uh, guy—he's saying, even if it's true, you don't say it. You don't say it. He said, "Remember, he was at a news conference. I think it was one of the classics. Uh, we have, we have no ammunition." Because we've sent it all to different countries, in particular Ukraine. How do you say that? When I rebuilt the military, every warehouse was stocked. We had so much ammunition. We, we didn't have enough warehouses. We had the opposite problem. But he said, we have no ammunition. And I said, even if it was true, you just don't say that. Don't bring it up. That's a subject you don't want. It. And you go get the ammunition fast. But what's happened to our military with the wokeness and everything else is a disgrace. It's only woke at the top, by the way. Our bullet, Don't forget, I took out ISIS and I took him out fast.
3: Now you can see him. Here's what he's doing. Uh, I, I, I watched as he's that. Of course, that was all off the cuff. Uh, then his eyes traveled over to one of the two teleprompters that you know, every speaker has, you know, one to the left and one to the right. His eyes. His uh, eyes went over to the teleprompter on the on his right and he he's looking at it and he's finding his place in it and he's about to resume reading something from the teleprompter so listen you'll hear the you'll hear the t- shift in tone when he does that here he comes he's absolute masterfully seamless at doing this
2: and then we didn't go into wars First time in 72 years, I took out ISIS, got rid of the worst savages in history. I got them out. I knocked them out. We knocked them out faster. They said it was going to take four years. It took me three months, less than three months. Our military is great. General Raisin Kane our military is great. And our military is being dangerously drained and depleted while our own border remains wide open. So we're all over the place everywhere but where we should be we have to be at our border
3: and I- you, know, you know I'm getting an idea here uh, just as I, I, th- I thought I was explaining this to you but I'm, I'm actually seeing it myself more clearly than I have be- heretofore I don't know what it says up on his teleprompter it might be something like a sketch of notes or uh, bullet points that he's seeing on the teleprompter because that's what it looks like right there he was looking at a roster of bullet points and picking items off of it, uh, not reading a text. So let's listen some more here. Because now he's looking straight at the audience. He's not looking at the teleprompter. He looked at it as if, as if he were using it. Uh, well, I, I recall that look and that technique from my days in debate in high school. You've got your debate. Uh, you know, four by six cards and on which you have your points, and you look at those, uh, but you want to look at the judges. You want to look at your audience. Uh, but you you shuffle your cards and look at them and find your bullet points on which you can then speak uh, fluently and extempor- extemporize.
2: I built, in fact, it was today they finally put it up. I built 571 miles of wall. That's a lot. That's much more than I said I was going to build. I then bought another 200 miles that would have taken approximately three weeks. It was all set to install, and we had the rigged election, and the other side took over, and they sold that 200 miles of stuff for like. Five- this
3: is all off the cuff now, and you can hear it. You can hear it in his voice. You can see it in his eyes. If you're watching the presentation on the screen, you can see that he's. Um these are points. You know the points r- recur. New ones new ones occur. New ones get slipped in. But he he's shuffling the cards. He's moving the cards and uh changing the presentation masterfully.
2: Five cents on the think of it. Five cents on the dollar. They sold it. They sold this unbelievable that was exactly what Border Patrol I didn't want that particular wall. I want to use concrete plank going 40 feet up in the air would have been fine. But they said, no, good concrete's not sure. They needed a hardened steel. Then they needed concrete inside. They needed rebar. It's very complicated stuff, but they needed the panel. It's called an anti-climb panel. I said, I don't like the way it looks. They say the difference is they can climb over it without it with it. You can't climb. We had Mount Everest climbers and we had a lot of drug dealers, frankly. We said, give us your best climbers. And they couldn't get over the panel. We built, we built five, I think
3: it was 571 miles of wall. Now, see, that's a detail I haven't heard up till now. He just recalled that. that they actually hired climbers, skilled climbers, to see, uh, have them attempt to climb over different mock-ups of a border wall. And they found one they couldn't climb over. And that's the one Trump built. That's the way, and that's the way he operates as a businessman. He tries things, he tests things before he invests in them.
2: We had another two hundred miles to go. Would have been up in three weeks, and these guys said we don't want to do that. We want to have open borders. I never believed they did because who the hell wants open borders? Who would want it?
3: Now that this is an interesting. He's I haven't commented on this, but we've heard him say this a few times earlier. He said, I didn't even believe it. After they stole the election, they came in with this guy, Mayorkas, this creep, this weirdo, uh, this traitor, an America hater. And the, the, the st- remember, do you remember when the story started rolling out that, w- well, hey, people are streaming across the border? And it didn't start. It wasn't 10,000 a day right off the bat. Uh it grew very fast. But so what Donald Trump is saying, I didn't believe my own eyes. Who would be who could be that that evil, that insane? There aren't any people that evil or insane, he was thinking to himself. And, he, and then he's saying, well, I was wrong. Yeah, they're there. They're, they're They're all of that. But it's it's incredible. And of course, for all of us, it was and it continues to be. We we get more and more uh, incredible detail on the amount of money that these people are given. You know, when uh, American school children are expelled from their own school, pushed out so that illegals can occupy their classrooms. What? Yeah, that's happening. That American military veterans are expelled from VA facilities so that illegals can replace them. What? On and on. Who would
2: want And they come in by the millions, and they're coming from jails and prisons. There's a slight difference if you know that. And they're coming from mental institutions and insane asylums. There was a man in the paper not so long ago, I guess a psychiatrist who worked in one of the mental institutions in South America, and he was sitting reading a newspaper they were interviewing him. He said, you know, I've never had time to read a newspaper. It's a luxury because I work 29 hours a day. He was saying more than... I better check that because, you know, when I say 29, meaning they work more than 24. But if I say 29 without a perfect, you know... Meaning more than 24 to you fake news people. They work 29 hours a day. So he thought that a day has 29 hours in it. Oh, they are so bad. They're a big part of the problem of our country, by the way. I gotta A big part, the fake news. But he said, I work 29 hours a day. I work all the time. That's all I ever did. But now I don't have to work very much because almost everybody in this instant, a mental institution Almost everybody in our institution, you could see he loved it, actually, loved what he did. But he said, I have nothing to do because they've all been brought to America. They've all been brought to the United States. These are mental patients. These are some very sick people, too. Very, very sick, dangerous people.
3: And he was complaining. He was not complaining. I mean, I think he. Now, Now, by the way, folks, if you are if you're if you get out in the world and you're watching what's happening in your town where you live. If you listen and watch and look, you will see and listen to the stories, the conversation. You know, maybe you don't have the contact to, you don't run into these people. But if you do, they're everywhere all around you. Many, many, I don't care what town you live in, they're there now. And listen to their conversations, and you will hear that, well, they're, uh, I'm getting a surgery. Uh, I'm getting a knee replacement. I'm getting this. I'm getting that. And you're paying for it. It's happening all everywhere. All the services, the housing, the transportation, the medical care, the dentistry. They're getting it all. And when you can't. You get to pay full freight. It's happening everywhere, and people are starting to catch on.
2: Understood it, but he said they won't be given the care that we gave them. He was a little, you know, torn to be honest. But he said they're
3: very dangerous people. But they've all. Been- oh, and these people he's talking about here—mentally ill people. Uh, what kind of a burden on America, on your, um, more importantly, your children's and your grandchildren's America? What kind of a burden will these people, these uh, invaders, will they present? People that have to have knee replacements, people that are all messed up, their health is shot, they're diseased, they're 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 uh, they're mentally ill, they're criminals. What kind of a what? What did we just bring into our midst? How expensive will these people be to the life of our nation? How destructive will they be? It's not just we added more people. You know, we added some more Swedes and we added some more Irishmen and we added some more Italians. No, no, no. We added something very, very different. Not just more people that might, you might say, well, that will produce some crowding or that might push wages down and uh, make lines a little bit longer. No, no, not that kind of a problem. It's a much worse problem. Not just more people. It's a new kind of people
2: brought to america and if i were one of the guys in south america or all over the world by the way this is not just south america they're coming in from the congo they're coming in from africa asia south america they're coming from the middle east many many people are coming in they're coming in from yemen we're bombing
3: Yemen. here we go with the bombs all over the place again now by the way another thing to note and this has gotten even more pronounced the number of males of young males this is really getting obvious there you see lines masses of 18 to 30 year old males with no females no children just military age males how is this sorting how are these people being recruited what's going on here and then look in your town and listen the president said where well, they're getting from they're coming from the congo and the blah blah and and wherever listen just eavesdrop a little bit eavesdrop to this you know a group of three military-aged males walking around in your town together three young guys you or you know you never see that walking around together uh, and then just listen, to, you know, oh, that's not English I'm hearing at all, is it? And, you you know, you've got enough discernment you could go, well, gee, that's, uh, you know, that's that's kind of sounds like that uh, Ethiopian thing. Now, well, that sounds a little like, like that Nigerian thing. Uh, uh, this sounds, uh, and so on. Uh, observe. See what is in front of you.
2: That will never happen. You know that Israel... Being attacked would never have happened. You know that Ukraine would never, ever have happened. Would never have happened. You know inflation would never have happened. But before I even arrive at the Oval Office, I will win the presidency. I will be doing things that will be amazing. Like I will get the war between Russia and Ukraine settled forthwith it'll be
3: settled very quickly okay now he said you, you just heard him say before i take th- the oath of office so he will be re-elected on november 5th and he will be sworn in on january 20th 2025 so in that interim uh he will be president-elect and that is how long that is one month two months Two months and two weeks, and he's saying, "I am going to do a lot as your president-elect." So, for instance, he specifically he said, "I'm going to end the war in Ukraine." I'm not even sworn in yet. I'm not. Tech, I'm not actually the president of the United States yet. But I will get that war ended. Wow.
2: President Putin of Russia has just given me a great compliment actually he's just said that he would much rather have joe biden as president than trump now that's a compliment a lot of people said oh gee that's too bad no no that's a good thing and of course he would say that look i'm the one that stopped Nord Stream Two, probably the biggest pipeline anywhere in the world but immediately biden think of it Biden immediately, I stopped it. It was dead. It was a dead deal. It was going all over Europe. Now
3: I'm going to jump again. Uh, Let's go. Let's go to the, uh, oh, about 60% of the way into the speech. I'm just dropping the bouncing ball on the timeline. Here we go. And go. And fully uphold
2: our great Second Amendment. Nobody took care of our Second Amendment. During that four-year period, nothing happened with our Second Amendment. We will protect innocent life, and we will restore free speech. And I will secure our elections. Our goal will be one day voting with paper ballots and voter ID. Very simple. But until then, Republicans must win. If you took the ten worst presidents in the history of the United States and
3: added them up, Okay, i 'm going to drop it again so that was this is a very important thing he's doing, and we do need to hear it over and over again and of course, it is the same things being promised to us because it's it is the list of things we desperately need. We need to hear that somebody is going to go to paper ballots and make it happen and as President of the United States, he will have the bully pulpit and the power to lean hard on all 50 states you get your act together you get rid of these damn machines these this damn uh, mail-in voting this damn uh it, it early early voting and late voting one day in person on paper and you better produce your ID and your ID better not be your uh your uh Your debit card given to you by the Department of Homeland Security at the border. That's not an ID. We need a driver's license with a photo on it. We'll come right back after. No, we won't come right back. (laughs) We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, And uh, we'll see you then here in the Trump Clubhouse. Thank you for uh, joining us tonight. Valentine's Day. See you tomorrow.
0: to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease off drop and lift
1: what in the world is an ease off drop and
0: lift? our ease off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control Cows
1: to LLC 417 932 6419.
4: This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.